Hey, hey, friends. This is Jessie DeShane, a chronic illness support coach and host over here on the Chronically Healing Podcast. When I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, I was scared and immediately started looking for support. After finding so much negativity in the autoimmune world, I decided to start a community that emphasizes positivity and healing. On this show, you will hear me have conversations with people just like you who are on their own unique healing journey with chronic illness. There might be a few tears, but you are guaranteed to have a bunch of laughs and lots and lots of love and support. Let's dive into the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Chronically Healing Podcast. Today on the podcast, I have someone that I know pretty well. It's my husband, Ben Fritz. Say hi, Ben. Hello. (laughs) Yeah, so um, if you guys have listened to the podcast in the past, I've had Benjamin on before, but today we wanted to chat again. And so if people haven't listened to the podcast before, why don't you introduce yourself, tell people who you are. Um, where you come from, what you do for work, just a little story about you. All right. Well, yeah, it's been a little while since I've been on here. Um, I don't know. I think that thinking about it, my feelings are even a little bit hurt. It's been so long. (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, yeah, happy to be back. Excited to chat today. Um, for me, my personal story, quick, quick background is we met a few years ago been in a relationship since uh, when you met me. I was a personal trainer. I was a big buff dude. <laughs> All right, maybe not quite that, but you know, we were both in working out, and uh, at the time, that was a, a very big passion of both of ours. And things have changed, and you know, this is one of the reasons you have this podcast. And then I'll explain in a second what I'm doing now, but it's it's kind of led me to what I'm doing as well. So just about a year ago now. I had a bunch of uh, pretty bad health issues myself, and that's, if you want the the deets on that story, you can go back and listen to that episode. You know, thankfully things are quite a bit different now, still kind of on my on my journey. I'm not quite out of the woods just yet, but definitely the, the worst is behind me. And I mentioned that because um, that was a very transformational time for me, and uh, we'll, we'll dig into like what this really changed that'll kind of be the meat of this episode like how I think and how it affected my outlook and my mindset but what it led me to is essentially changing my direction a little bit and it gave me a lot of perspective so I'm currently coaching individuals who are drained and just feel burnt out at their nine to five jobs you know working a corporate lifestyle or having having a corporate job that they've had for years whether it's that because they went to college for that, or that's just kind of like what they got stuck into because it was just the norm. It was safe and easy and pays well. I'm taking that individual and helping them create a transition to a life that they love and a life full of purpose. And I'm so passionate about this and I want to help that person because that was me. Six years ago, I quit my nine to five. Um, I worked a desk job for two years out of college. Uh, I have a degree in computer science. It was a great job. You know, the field obviously is growing. So I had a lot of potential in that field. Um, People thought I was crazy for leaving, but I am just too passionate and too driven in what I want and the way that I want to impact the world 
So I realized that I couldn't stay. And ever since helping people do the same thing has been my absolute just goal and the thing that lights me up more than anything because um, I, I just know how much it changed my life. The quality of life for me is not even comparable. And so I want any person that feels similarly to me to be able to experience that as well. So that's what I'm doing currently is is coaching individuals through that process. Just to give, you know, do a, a shameless plug here. Around the time of this episode, I'm going to be launching uh, enrollment for my program. And it's a, it's a new program and I'm super proud and excited about it. Uh, it's really going to be comprehensive for those of you who are looking to make that lifestyle change. So if you're listening to this episode around the time that it is actually coming out, uh, I will be just about enrolling people. So my program will be launching around the beginning of October, early October sometime. So if you are indeed listening to this as it comes out or soon after, hit me up. If Jesse is kind enough to put my contact info <laughs> in the bio, um, feel free to reach out and I will I will see what I can do for you. Cool. Okay. So today's episode, uh, I guess I should go back a little bit. So on all of the episodes that I've been doing recently, I've noticed that there's this continuous pattern with everyone that I'm speaking to, which is this big mindset shift that they had around the time um, that they got sick. So everybody goes through the grieving period of being sick and trying to figure out what's wrong and trying to get yourself to... A much better place. But from there, really cool freaking things can happen. And I've, and if you've listened to any episodes before this one, then you know that every person that I've talked to, you know, has been really, really down. And then now they're doing such cool things with their life, um, whether it's working a job that they feel purpose in or, a, or starting a community where they feel that they're able to, to really impact people. And it's a big reason that I started this podcast. It's a big reason that eventually I will start coaching. So all of these things combined, the like, the thing that I'm hearing the most is this mindset change that people have or this. So everyone seems to be having this mindset shift that kind of helps them go into the direction that they feel um, is best for them and feels right and feels good after, you know, being sick for so long or uh, kind of having to fight to figure out what what made them sick in the first place, things like that. So when I was thinking about that and noticing that everyone was kind of talking about this mindset shift they had, my mind immediately went to Ben because I have been able to witness this extreme change in the way that he thinks and the way that he goes about his life ever since he got sick. Um, when he got sick last year, it was very hard on our relationship. We definitely went through a really hard time personally and together. But since then, just so many changes in our life. And I wanted Ben to be able to tell you about his mindset shifts, how that has brought him to where he is now, where he is going to be starting these big programs for people that they can be involved in and be coached by him so he can help you lead a more purposeful life. And and yeah, so I just want to hear about your story. You can take it away. If I think of any specific questions, I'll yell your way. But why don't you tell us about 
about mindset and and what that's brought into your life. Yeah, so I think what's interesting here is that mindset is probably, as you've alluded to, one of the biggest changes that can come from going through a really tough experience. And I think it's first important to note that this doesn't just happen. A mindset shift is a choice. And this is why some people end up being successful. In this case, success means coming out of um, kind of this this illness phase, or you know, even if you're you're living with your illness, this this phase where your illness defines you or controls your life. And so, I think what's really cool about all the individuals that you've interviewed on this podcast is that they all share the same thing in common is they made the choice to make this shift because there's plenty of people that make the other choice (laughs) on the flip side is choosing to stay in a victim state and i just want to quickly say there's no shame in this we all go through this to some extent Um, what matters though is how long you stay in that state it's human to be upset to be frustrated to be mad at the world for giving you this illness Um, you know, any number of negative emotions or thoughts. That's normal. That's okay. That's part of the process. As you mentioned, the grieving process of the life that you once had, if you're somebody that developed this over time and weren't just born with it. Um, But it's important that that phase comes to an end. And this is just a testament to your work and what you've done because you specifically created this podcast for that reason. You are sick and tired of being sick and tired (laughs) yeah yeah exactly you are just you you so quickly were tired of being in these communities that kept it just felt like a a victim vacuum almost i just made that up on the spot it sounds kind of (laughs) catchy um but it just felt like such a negative energy suck and and so that's why you started this and that's why you've attracted such awesome individuals um but it's a choice, and, and that's important to understand, is that this doesn't just happen. You need to have, or you get, you get a say in the direction of your life. And so th- the mindset shift and choosing to make that then is where everything happens. That's where the magic happens. This is the pivotal moment, because once you decide to leave the victim state and become empowered everything is different. Instead of wallowing or staying stuck or stagnant or in a place of self-pity and woe is me, life couldn't be worse type of thing, you've now decided to move on. And this looks different for everybody. So this isn't to say that this is easy. It's not to say that um, it's not going to take you a while. The, The decision happens in an instant but in order to put that into practice it takes a lot of repeated thought and repeated action and repeated gratitude and things like that so to kind of sum this little intro up on on the mindset piece um, I think what's important to understand is that you need to take responsibility for your life and what you do, what your future looks like, what your you know current reality looks like, 
is all dependent on you taking responsibility for it. So it's a hard thing to do, but it's absolutely necessary. And um, yeah, just stop pointing the finger and make your mind up that you want to move forward. So how did this happen for you then? Tell your personal story. So for my personal story, yeah, we're really at the time of recording this, my shit kind of hit the fan a year ago. Um, I hadn't felt great for a couple years. Health was declining. And I finally went through a phase last year where uh, just, every, like I said, shit kind of hit the fan and my health just tanked. And um, we're actually, I mean, probably like close to a year at the on the day. Basically, I got to a point where I was consistently declining work was hard for me. I wasn't sleeping well. And the then I kind of bottomed out in a phase where I was essentially on bed rest for three to four weeks. And I couldn't do pretty much anything. Uh, you can ask Jesse about this because it was a hard time for her because she uh, had to do a lot of things and wasn't used to me not doing things around the house and, and such. Um, but like, it was as much as going downstairs and trying to run across the street to Target, where we lived at the time, like wasn't doable. Um, I could barely do the dishes or like little chores around the house before I had to go lay back down. To give you a little bit of context, I have been a personal trainer for years, as I you know preface with my you know half joking buff statement at the beginning. <laughs> I you know I worked out all the time. I was very active and you know strong like for my body weight and everything and so that was just a part of my life you know I grew up being an athlete I always played sports and then I got really into weightlifting and had done that for you know the past 10 to 15 years so being active in a big way was a part of my life and part of who I was like that was what I identified with was um, being the the strong fit healthy guy like that's you know who I was in my group of friends and that's who I was in my network um, you know obviously I, I took that into personal training so it really was what my whole entire life revolved around so at this point one year ago I had already had to cut my workouts down I had already lost a bit of weight because I wasn't able to sustain the the intense like strength training routines that I was doing and so that was hard for me, but during this period of like where I really couldn't do anything, where I was on bed rest and I, over the next few months, I lost a lot of weight. It was really, really difficult for me. And that's an understatement <laughs> because everything I knew and the person that I thought I was and the person that I knew really was essentially being ripped out from under me. And I was lost. I, I was in the moment. I was lost. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know who I was. Um, I felt so weak and incapable and I wasn't, I couldn't be there for my clients, which, you know, anybody that's coached or trained under me knows that, you know, my clients are everything to me. That's my world. That's my life. And so to not be able to have the things on the personal, you know, my personal side of like, I can't work out. I can't even you know, go down a fucking set of stairs. <laughs> like I can't do any of these things, but then I also can't help people, which is my mission in the world was really, really disturbing and um, depressing for me. 
I ended up, um, thankfully, I only went through a period of, I don't know, a, a month or so of like, of pretty bad depression. And but I did get out of it again fairly quickly in hindsight. And so this is kind of where the mindset pendulum swung. Like I was in this state of depression for, you know, we'll just call it a month. And because, like I said, because of everything that I just outlined for you, I basically lost my identity, didn't know who I was. I didn't know if I would, at the, at the time, um, I don't want to go into details because it doesn't matter for this podcast, uh, but we didn't really know exactly what was going on. We didn't really know exactly how I was going to get it treated. So there was also this side that was like, will I ever be able to do anything ever again? <laughs> and so it was just a really, really hard time where I just felt um, kind of hopeless and like I had just been abandoned by, you know, whatever. Um, and so it was just a really hard time and what I would describe or and have described uh, telling this as my my personal rock bottom. Okay, so you you hit your rock bottom. What did you do from there to get yourself out of it? Yes, so there was a point here where... <laughs> and I can I have a very visual memory of just sitting on our couch and feeling so depressed and feeling so anxious and just a quick note that that was because of the issues that I had this was partly physiological meaning it was like because of imbalances I had in my body um, and then partly just psychological as well because of everything I mentioned the uh, loss of identity and things like that so it was a pretty intense uh, feeling of depression, anxiety when I was deep in it because it was multifaceted. But I specifically remember sitting on our couch and just kind of like looking out the window, just feeling stuck, right? Like I couldn't do anything. I couldn't, <laughs> to put this in perspective, I couldn't even watch stimulating television. I, like I definitely couldn't play video games because that would um, get my adrenaline going too much and it would exhaust me. And so like... I can't really understate like how much I could not do in that time. Um, so I'm just sitting there feeling so stuck and so overwhelmed by the, the stuckness of it all. <laughs> and I just, you know, I, I can't really remember whether it was a period of a day or a week or whatever, but eventually I realized that I needed to change the way I was looking at things because there was a chance that I would never get back the life that I thought or that I had, not that I thought I had the life that I actually had. And with that realization was like, I need to do something moving forward. I can't keep my mind stuck in the past. I can't keep thinking about what was, and I can't, you know, I, for, for one, I can't feel sorry for myself anymore and I have to look forward because I've always been a person that enjoys challenge and and wants to push myself. Um, so this was kind of like the ultimate of, okay, how do you reshape your life? Um, so, I, yeah, I just had this realization sitting there of, I need to make this work for me. What can I gain from this as opposed to why is this happening to me? And 
this mindset piece and just this episode in general around mindset is critical for anybody. And um, this is something that I go into in depth with my clients because for somebody that's making a transition from working a job that's draining them to taking this big leap into doing something for themselves or just taking a job that is, is very different and seems less safe, mindset is a huge, huge part of that. So this is a really important piece, no matter who you are, no matter what your situation. So the other thing that I realized during this period of stillness, and I'm using that word very specifically because that's what I'm going to be describing here and the importance of, is I was able to truly evaluate my life because I couldn't do shit else. So I was sitting there and I was able to evaluate my life and evaluate my priorities, the things that were important to me. And this is ultimately what totally shifted my mindset and what totally shifted my my life since then. Um, and I can confidently say that it has totally changed my outlook about myself, about life in general, about where I'm going, about where um, I see the rest of the world and how I want to be a part of that. And this was also the time that Benjamin spent all of our money on books. (laughs) Hey, I had to get educated up in here. (laughs) So for me, the slowing down and ultimately complete stillness was so so key for me moving forward and uh, it's something I can't stress enough we live in a world where we're not allowed to be still we don't like to be still because it doesn't feel good we want to be stimulated we want to be doing things and uh, if you're anything like me or Jesse <laughs> or <Jesse's worse. laughs> yeah, or anybody else on this podcast I'm sure is you know, if you're ambitious and you want to be doing things with your life and you want to achieve and have success, whether that's, you know, financially or freedom of time or helping the most amount of people that you possibly can, you can't achieve those things by standing still, right? So at least that's what we think. And so that's the part that I never allowed myself to do. And this is ultimately what my illness did for me, my health issues did for me. And I am so, so grateful for that because I don't know that I ever would have slowed down enough to truly uh, understand who I am and my power as a human being and my potential and where I need to go with my life, the, the direction my life needs to have. So this this major slowdown, this ultimate stillness was really kind of the, the secret and um, what allowed me to kind of propel myself to um, a, a better version of me. And the way that I did that then was I started by looking at those things that were important to me, my priorities in life. So that was health, family, um, freedom of, of location, of time, of money, and really then put those front and center for me instead of 
trying to do so many other things, just trying to build businesses for the hell of it, just trying to make money for the hell of it um, because it seemed like the right thing to do and it seemed like eventually I would get to where I wanted to be. I now had a focus. I now had a very, very clear vision of the things that were important to me and how I needed to shape my life around that. So this also opened up the door for me to do a lot of my own personal work. And the way that I fell into this really was um, twofold. <laughs> uh, the, the first was that I had lost my identity. And as I mentioned, this was an identity that I had had essentially my entire life. I was always the athletic kid in school uh, like, you know, early in grade school, play, on the playground at recess, like, I was the kid that was always picked first in gym and for sports and things like that, and I, you know, just kind of carried that all through uh, high school, and that was, so that was me, and that was who I was, and it, to lose that and the sense of that um, was the best thing that ever happened to me, because what I realized was I put so much stock into that, so much of my energy into that, that I had been kind of putting my, my, my true, authentic, amazing qualities about who I am as a person and the things that make me unique on the back burner. Like I weighted those so lightly when really those should have been kind of front and center about, um, you know, who I am and how I saw myself. I think others saw me in this way. And what I mean is, um, I'm, I'm very passionate about helping others. Um, I want to create an impact in the world. I am kind-hearted and will do my best to make sure people feel included and loved. And so those are things that actually matter. If I had a good body and I was strong, that was great. And that's something that I would love to um, continue to have going forward. But the emphasis that I put on that in my mind is is so, so different now, and it, that will never be the same. The other part of this was uh, I started going to therapy, and I did it proactively because I, you know, I realized how, I guess it wasn't necessarily proactive, but like because of this depressed state I got into, um, I was actively looking to go to therapy, and I started doing that and going weekly. And it was one of the best things that's ever happened to me. Um, I've always been introspective. I've always been growth-oriented and wanting to better myself. And if those things resonate with you, you need to go to therapy because it was the single greatest tool for me to have more insight on myself, why I am the way I am, where my blind spots are, and and but still what my strengths are and to not discount those and to be proud of those and it was just a very transformational thing so these pieces really allowed me to do some serious work on who I am and uh, make sure that I am being my highest most authentic self at all times and that's a, that's a constant process and so it doesn't happen overnight, but being on that journey instead of clinging to a story or a facade or a mask or, in my case, a 
an armor, basically, <laughs> a, a body that I identified with. Um, it's it's truly something that uh, has is invaluable. There's there's no value that you can put on that because knowing yourself and doing the work to show up as your most genuine, authentic self in the world is is everything. So, what are some of your like? daily or weekly non-negotiables that help you keep a positive mindset that kind of help you like stay mentally clear and mentally um, mentally checked in. So I've got to admit at this point in time I do not have a very set routine on this Um, but there are definitely tools that I've used and the reason I don't have anything set is I'm finding what works for me as opposed to sticking in a routine just because. Mm-hmm. And um, so some of the things that have been tools and techniques are pieces of what I've done are meditation. Um, I think for anybody that hasn't done that, it's an absolute must because you at least need to experience it and understand what it is and not just go off of what you think it might be or what pops into your head when you hear the word. Um, There's so much that we can get from sitting in stillness and our relationship with our thoughts and our minds. Um, So that's a big one. Journaling is something that I do do pretty regularly. And for anybody that thinks a lot... (laughs) That's going to sound mean, you know, to anybody that, you know, quote unquote, doesn't think a lot, um, but who spends a lot of time in their head and um, can get stuck in their head sometimes. Journaling is the number one, like best, most effective solution for that. Um, And I guess solution is not a great word because it's not always a problem that you're in your head, but um, a, a tool to be used. And so for me... I did The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron uh, a couple years back and really loved it. It's it's essentially stream of consciousness journaling. Um, There's other specific pieces to it in her program, but the stream of consciousness journaling was truly the, the best part of it for me. And it's essentially just writing like a few pages or 15 minutes or whatever right away in the morning and letting your thoughts out and quieting what is dubbed the monkey mind, which is more of um, just kind of where we stay stuck in our heads and all these thoughts, especially these days with how busy our lives are, we wake up and we're immediately thinking of a million things. One of the best things you can do for yourself is to write that shit out because it's pretty amazing how writing can actually like, quote-unquote, empty your head. Um, So for anybody that is in their head a lot, it's a great option. I love it, and I'm constantly constantly learning things about myself. Um, I use stuff from from my journaling to share with clients and as um, content on social media because uh, a lot of the things that I deal with are things that um, my, my clients deal with as well, and I help coach them through that. And while I may be in a a place where I have the tools to see and deal with those things a little bit better than they do, because I've dealt with it for a long time and I've built these tools up, 
Um, it's always a process. You're never going to completely change. One thing that I've been doing for a while and am trying to do even more now because it's been so impactful is no phone time. So right when I wake up, I will not immediately go on my phone. So I keep my phone in airplane mode overnight and then um, I won't turn it back on right away. The only times that I do, honestly, are... Uh, if I need to know the weather right away when I wake up, but otherwise I'll try to be prepared going into that day. Um, but it's really, I think, one of the best things you can do for yourself and your sanity. Because, again, these days with how much is going on, how much information comes through our phones, social media, email, news, texts, I can't tell you. Have you ever woken up to a text? And you're just like, shit, <laughs> whether it's from your boss or, you know, your your partner and they're pissed at you or like or a family member or something where you're just like, shit, I really wish I hadn't seen that. Um, that's like such a good reason to not look at your phone first thing. Um, I think, you know, what I do and what I think is a really great option is to get up early enough to have time to go through whatever your routine is. You don't necessarily have to meditate and journal. Um, It could just be getting up and making a cup of coffee. Make that cup of coffee without checking your phone first, without being on Instagram while you do it. Make the coffee as a ritual and just slowly move into your day. I think the pace at which you transition into your day is key. Um, you know, I, I know from myself, but also from working with clients, the the peace of mind and the, the way that you start your day like that is everything. It can truly transform how you approach the day and the interactions you have with people and in your own mind. Um, so those, I guess, are, are kind of my top three things. I have a dog, so as you guys probably know, Cora... Um, So I take her out in the morning and currently have a backyard. I love getting out in the sun. We live in Chicago right now where we're getting, you know, we're we're in summertime right now. So we're taking every advantage of that, Um, getting my feet on the ground in the grass and being outside with her. And again, just trying to start my morning on a slow, positive, um, more quote-unquote natural way he's also always in the garden i can never find him he's like out there hiding from me like a garden gnome or something uh (laughs) so uh, one other question just because we had talked about it and i think that books or consuming content sometimes can be very helpful to people that are trying to get into a better mindset or maybe they want to learn something new, whatever like that. And because I know that you're, you're quite the bookworm. I know this because I had to move all of the books into (laughs) our new house. What are maybe like one or two books that you would, or authors, whatever, that you would recommend to people um, around like mindset in general? All right. Well, you said mindset in general, but I'm going to go mindset with a specific like angle towards uh health and wellness Mm. those two books that i have that come came to mind right away are 
The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I don't know. I heard somebody say Tolle one time, so that's <laughs> I was like, oh, they they probably know better than I do. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, but you can easily find it. His last name is T O L L E, I believe. It's <laughs> I listened to the book on audio, and it took me a while to get used to it because his voice is very slow and monotone, and it ins- it's like relaxing, but um. Oh, it was almost that the book that I wouldn't listen to. Yeah, we like tried listening to this in the car at one point. So I think like once you get over that, um, listening to it is a great way to go because he does just kind of like chill you out and slow you down just with his voice. But it's it is what the title says. It's really focusing on the power of this very moment and not worrying about the past, not worrying about the future, um, just worrying about <laughs> right now. And, um, it's, it's definitely an interesting read. There were certain things where I was like, oh, wow, that like totally makes sense or that feels so good. And there were other things where I'm like, oh man, like that's, that's a little like esoteric, even for me, like, you know, I'm pretty open-minded and so it's not woo woo necessarily, but there is a little bit of what I would call like a spiritual component to it. And that's not to scare you off. That's just to kind of give you a little bit of expectation for what to expect going into it. I listened to this at the height of, or the, or the depths of my illness, um, where I was in that rock bottom and right around that period. And I can't speak highly enough of it. It, it completely changed my outlook and uh, really helped me to stop focusing on what felt like so much pain and agony at that moment. The other book that is a little bit more, I guess, of a general mindset book, but that I absolutely love is uh, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And this is essentially the difference between victim, like being a victim and having an empowered mindset. And I love, love, love this book. Uh, can't recommend it highly enough. This is something that I've, this is like a a way that I've kind of always lived my life. And that's not to toot my own horn. Um, I think more than anything, it's a testament to my parents and how I was brought up. And so I've always lived my life in this way that like whatever is happening to me is happening for me, right? Like I think most of us are probably familiar with that. Like life is happening for me, not to me. And So I've always felt that way, but this book just did a really, really good job of um, breaking that down and and kind of giving the the roadmap essentially to how to do that. So again, it's all about being empowered and creating opportunity out of what may seem like obstacles and, um, you know, what causes some people to shut down mentally is the same thing that causes others to catapult to new heights of themselves and their power. So, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. He's an awesome author in general. He also wrote The Ego is the Enemy, another great book that I highly recommend you read. Cool. Awesome. So, what's the one that you're having me read by Brene Brown right now? I need to start it. I read the, what's that called? The Pro... The pro- <laughs> the prologue. The prologue. I hate books with prologues. I can never get through them. <laughs> the gifts of imperfection. Mm. 
yeah, I'm excited to read that. I love Brene Brown, but cool. Awesome. Um, let's see is if people wanted to get in touch with you, be a part of your program or just like connect with you in general, where could they do that? Yes. So I am currently using this as a a shameless plug since Jesse is allowing me to and because the timing is right. (laughs) But before I give uh, more information on that, I just want to say that I do truly love connecting with people, with like-minded people. And, um, you know, if you're curious about anything about my journey, my story, please, please do not hesitate to reach out. Um, I answer every one of my messages, whether it's through Instagram or Facebook or email or whatever. Um, so I would first say I value human connection more than anything else. So I think a lot of people don't reach out to me because they're afraid I'm going to pitch them on coaching or something like that. And that's not it. Um, I will absolutely do whatever I can to share and connect with you. Um, and then to go into the coaching side of things, if it's something that's a good fit for you, great. I'm never here to push anything on anybody. I want to do what I can to help you. And if my coaching is something that would, um, that's awesome. And I'd, I would absolutely love to dive into that with you as well. So people can find me, or you guys can find me, mainly on Instagram at Benford's Coaching. Um, I'm on Facebook too, but really Instagram's your best bet. Uh, or you can just email me at ben at benfordscoaching.com. Cool. I'll have all of those links in the in the blog post and in the show notes below. So people can just click on them if they want to as well. Perfect. But yeah, is there anything else you'd like to tell the listeners today? Well, I want to start by saying thank you so much for having me on again, even if it has been a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, always fun to come on here and chat with you, of course, um, but in a more formal sense. Uh, I just love doing this. It's a lot of fun and... If you're listening to this, just want you to know that you are awesome and you have so much ahead of you and you have so much potential and so much you can do with your life. And so please, please understand that. And first and foremost, you are worthy. Show yourself some love and compassion and be excited about life and what it has to offer it's such an amazing thing. There's so many things we can do. We live in such an amazing time where we have so much opportunity and ability to connect with others and the world and see new places and things. So please, please realize that the gift that you have of life and wherever your health is, it's in a good place and you're going to get better and things are going to be better you just have to start with your mindset and and changing that and moving in an empowering direction. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on. Woo. Thanks, babe. <laughs>